This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. back to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. This is David. And this is Anthony. And thank you for joining us again for another episode. Um, we actually have a real topic to talk about this time instead of just randomness. Not that all of our stuff is random. We've had a couple of real topics. Here and there. So uh, <laughs> we wanted to talk about web design because we both design websites. and But we wanted to talk about it from a different perspective. Uh, not everybody can see not everybody uh can see well some people have low vision or other special needs that make interacting with the web different for them so this week we had a special guest we brought in and we wanted to talk to our special guest about how he interacts with the web and how it's impacted how how sites are designed has impacted his interaction with the web so our guest this week is mr steve norman the fourth we're supposed to ask him who he was Oh, so who are you, guest? My name is Steve Norman. <laughs> First, fourth of his um, name. Seems like seems like I've known you guys all my all my life. Um, it's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we're famous like that. Listener, right? Uh, definitely a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. Well, this this being my first show. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. Long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the first one he's ever listened to. Right. Okay. He's, he's not going to listen to this one that he's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what, um, so what makes I, you uh, I, so special that you feel like you can talk about this topic? Wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I am, I'm, I'm completely blind. Um, and so, I've been this way for 12 years. Um, it's been 12 years? Thir- 13. Really? I went, I went blind in 2014. Oh, 2004. <laughs> okay. <this>. Wow. <laughs> you forgot how to do math, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, yeah. you're like that, the, that one movie, 12 Years a, a Slave. <laughs> 12 oh, Years no. of Blind. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, all right. So I'm I'm all out of stupid jokes. Go ahead. There's there's gonna be all kind of blind people with hate mail. Well, <laughs> the one that watches this, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah. So there's a my, joke my, there, but I'm gonna... <laughs> my my father um, has done graphic design, and that's um, you know he he's done it for pretty much his whole life. Um, and then when I came along, I started doing graphic design um, and I went to school for graphic design. You did? And... Okay. <laughs> I, I don't remember anything, apparently. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I went to, to Nazi College of Art um, and Design in, in Nashville. 
and um, and also Ball State for graphic design. And um, so uh, both of those are in Tennessee, in Nashville, Tennessee, or one's in Gallatin, whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I um, I have a little experience in graphic design, and and um, then also I'm blind, so that gives me this perspective this perspective of seeing what you know how how I'm able to view some websites and some other others not so much all right so um we had planned to do this episode for a while but this is even more poignant because uh I guess just earlier this week uh the National Federation for the Blind they had some issues with Greyhound because apparently that's national fe- that's National Federation of the Blind. Oh, so it's just like it's, it's, these are big, these are big difference. Well, it is. It's a it's a yeah. huge difference. It's a, yeah. it's a huge difference, and that 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 difference being that this you know you can have a federation for the blind, meaning serving the blind, mm-hmm. or you can have a, a federation of the blind, Who's, meaning we're that, made up uh, everybody's of made up of blind people. Everybody's blind from the president on down, and you know, except supporters and you know other people so mm-hmm. but the federation for the blind nobody blind is allowed to join well generally you know <laughs> the 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 the, sta- the statement is like um nothing about us without without us mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's what that's what blind people believe i mean there's so many people who who want to do things for blind people without including them in the you know in the decision making and so that's what this is about like the Federation is about is, you know, it's about, Hey, look, you know, include us. We, we are included and we are running our own thing. And so I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a part of the national Federation of the blind and, um, I'm a member and I'm, I'm also the, the, the editor for the uh, newsletter of Tennessee. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm uh, on the communications committee chair of the, um, Tennessee, affiliate so yeah black black people should have come up with that slogan what's that y'all gonna say like <laughs> on that whole can we use that the federation people of... can we use that uh well nothing they... about us without without us. us yeah i think they stole it i think i think um, <laughs> i think we, i think that was uh that was ours and it's probably still is <laughs> but no we probably didn't uh copyright it or whatever uh so if you're black and listening, write that down. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there's a lot of discussion. There's a whole like episode there about like because I think a lot of stuff happens around black issues and women's issues and a lot of like a lot of topics where they don't even bother to include the people that they're trying to address or the you know the people affected by the problem or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of federations for black people with no black people in them or federations about abortion or birth control with no women in them right but anyway all right so uh greyhound solve those issues later (laughs) yeah that's an issue (laughs) for next week uh greyhound so apparently greyhound's website uh was not built in a way that uh blind people could actually use it properly and so uh people who weren't able to use the site were actually having to call up and pay additional fees in order to book travel on greyhound and uh i thought that was interesting because like 
today I browsed to the Greyhound site because I just wanted to see what it looked like. And it's not a bad looking site. Though. So from the perspective of a sighted individual, it looks fine. It looks like, you know, like any other regular website that you'd see for any other major company. But apparently there are problems that lie beneath. So uh, I want to talk to you, Steve, today, or we want to talk to you about like, how do you interact with websites? Because uh, I know when I first found out you were blind, I was like, oh, no, he can't use the Internet anymore. But you are obviously able to use the Internet and applications on your that phone. Was your first, that, that was your first. That was the thought. first thing I was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> like, how will he see my website? <laughs> uh, this was back in the days of MySpace. I was like, he's not going to be in my top five anymore or whatever. Yeah, nowadays it's like he can't see my memes anymore. <laughs> but anyway. So- yeah. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so, so that's a good question. I interact with the the internet uh, specifically, uh, or just you know the computer with a screen reader. Um, I have both the screen reader on my phone and on my desktop, and a screen reader is basically um, a, a application or, or a program that reads. It's a program. It's a, it's a program that reads the screen to you, but it's um, it doesn't just read straight down the screen. Um, you you have commands, keyboard commands, because most blind people don't have enough vision to use a mouse and see the pointer and everything. So there are um, um, key key commands uh, using the keyboard to interact with different elements. Um, so say if I want to go to to the address bar, I, using um, the, the screen reader called JAWS, J-A-W-S, JAWS, uh, I mean, Job Access with Speech, um, I, I will hit Alt-D or F6, um, and I'll get, I'll be on, on the, um, in the address bar. Similarly, you can do the same thing. If you go to the internet, you can hit F6 and you'll be in the address bar. Okay, the cursor will be in the address bar. So, oh snap! You know, oh, if, wow, that works. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, <laughs> or or you can hit Alt D and you you'll be in the address bar. Okay, so thank you, Stephen. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. Andy. <laughs> so that's all we needed you for. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah there are all t- sorts of commands that you can you can do on the on the keyboard that will let allow you to interact with different parts of the screen and then once you once you um you know so if you need to get to something quickly you can do so or if you want to explore the website you can do that as well so i guess um i th- for the Greyhound site, obviously, from my perspective, it looks okay. It's not an amazing site, but it looks like a site I could easily use. When you visit a website like the Greyhound site or any other site, what would make a site hard to use for you or unusable? Okay. That's a good question as well. Um, some of my pet peeves about websites that are not accessible to me... Um, would be um, elements not labeled properly, such as buttons 
lot of a lot of buttons would just say button or <laughs> <laughs> links are generally pretty well um pretty well labeled however they they do have these links um i you, i guess you guys will know pretty much uh like what what they're called exactly but they have these graphic links so they're they're graphics on top mm-hmm. of links and so um those things are often not labeled correctly um, oh. so so those you know i would need to go and actually follow the link in order to find out where i'm going oh and so that those are major um so and then uh, also um blind people depend on or uh, sites being organized um well so if i go to a website and there are no headings um that that that's a major pain um so then i cannot use that website quickly and um you know it's if it's not if it's not organized very well you know it's, it's kind of really it's just really hard to so use so like the um, are the headings kind of functioning in like a table of contents for you so like you could oh, i don't want to read chapter 2 i just want to skip to chapter 5 or whatever you can quickly skip to sections of the site with the headings but if there's no headings you just like you got to read from the beginning to the end well yeah um that's exactly right. Um, so headings, regions, um, you know, uh, there are various various um, levels of organization. However, if they don't have, if they're not, if it's not organized mm-hmm. well, then it then it makes it difficult for me, at least on the first go around, because you can't, as a blind person, you can't set up a website to be better functioning for you via the screen reader to an extent, you know. So basically, if I go to, uh, you know, most screen readers have a key command called uh, bookmarks or, or or place markers. So say if I go to um, a website and I always visit, this is a frequent website, I always visit the same place. I always go to this link and I always go to that link after that. Well, I can mark that, place so as soon as i go to that website i hit the key that takes me to my first place mark mm. me directly there oh. and then i i press enter and that's uh, that's uh, pretty much what we use to um uh to you know to uh what's it called kind of let you jump to a quickly specific navigate. section of the page like shortcuts yeah well okay. it, enter is how activate with uh, activate mm. the link and so so then I go to that and you know so as many place markers as I can fit on that page I mm-hmm. put on there you know and and it cycles me through and it you know eventually ends, ends up back at the So you can almost like things that were mislabeled are able to go through and label them if you need to <coughs> if it's a site that you go to all the time Exactly oh, okay. I can I can I can go to those uh place markers and label them <clears throat> and and uh, so, and and also, you know, screen readers are really, really pieces mm. of technology. I mean, I can I can open up just the the, the place markers and go to the one that I want. Um, and you know, so it's it's pretty cool. They have they have place markers for the domain for the whole domain. So anywhere I go on that domain, 
the link will be um, bookmarked or the place. See, it, it's not just links. You can bookmark anything. You can, you can even bookmark um, a blank, you know, a space out, you know, it'll just oh. take you to that, that space, that space, anything, any element, any non-element you can bookmark. I mean, you can place mark. So, so, you know, it's, it's, that's pretty cool. And there are a whole lot of um, tricks like that that we use. Um, so, you know, we can, we can, we, and we can label a button. So if we find out what it is that where we are, where we're going, then we can label that button and it'll work um, for us mm. with our screen reader. So our screen reader keeps all this information of things that you label and and so it, it helps you out the next time you visit the website. Um, so it's just a pain the first time for most for most things, but there are also things like you know uh, sites like the Greyhound site that continue to be an issue. Uh, you know the lady, the lady on in the story or on the uh, yeah in in the lawsuit is claiming that she she's unable to buy a ticket <laughs> on the website, yeah. and that you know it's, I think it's like four four other people who are claiming that as well in the law a lawsuit. So you know there there, there are certain accessibility um, guidelines that. All website designers uh, or developers need to should know. It's kind of like uh, so in our e commerce episode, we were talking about like you don't want to put up barriers that's going to prevent somebody from spending money with you. You know what I'm saying? Like if people are coming here trying to buy stuff from you and you made it hard for them, then you you're trying you're shooting yourself in the foot. You know. And people, I mean, a lot of people may not even consider that. You know, blind people may be there on their website. I think they may not even, it's possible they're not even thinking about it. Um, I admit that I learned a lot about um, how blind people navigate the web um, from watching Daredevil. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, but um, <laughs> I guess I could have just asked you, Stephen. Um, one question I was wondering about if so, somebody updates so, their. Hmm? So let me just say. Uh, regarding what David was just saying about you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of people, and, and what Anthony was saying about what you were saying, Anthony, about not um, not even them, not you know, a lot of designers and developers and everything not even thinking about you know who's who's accessing their website. One in five per- people, one in five people is disabled in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, they're either blind, deaf, um, visually impaired, uh, you know, in a wheelchair, unable to use their hand, you know, just all types of disabilities. But um, those are just some of them. And so, you know, you kind of kind of will want to know who, you know, how to best accommodate those persons and it's not a big deal it's not a risk really not a big deal it's just a matter of going to um to a to a site that gives guidelines uh, on how to develop a, a website to to certain population groups or yeah uh, dis- dis- disabled people and um, 
I was just going to say, I was just going to say that, um, you know, for instance, like, like low vision people, um, or visually impaired people, they, they don't, they like high contrast, um, mm. you know, it's just, so yeah, it, you know, disabled people like myself, we're consumers as well. You know, we, we like to go and and buy things and and we use the internet um, as as far as blind people, we use the internet to do more consuming than anything because we don't we don't have to get out and go to the mall and bother with getting transportation, going to the mall, shopping. We don't have to worry about you know, we can we can see all the specs. Everything is there for us. So we do a lot of consuming online. Yeah, I think that's I think important as well. Well, so it kind of goes with the question I was going to ask in terms of like uh, images on websites, because you know, you know, a lot of sites have images and advertisements and stuff like that. When you interact with those images, are are you is your screener just reading you basically whatever description is provided for that image? Okay. Yes. So if if mm-hmm. if it's labeled then it'll it'll say graphic and then it'll read mm-hmm. the caption but if it's not labeled it'll just say graphic and of course there are settings where you know a lot of people a lot of uh, blind people don't even like to hear graphic you know so that you can turn that setting you can turn like mm-hmm. all graphics off um, but yeah it'll if you know if I'm if I'm going down a page it'll it'll read graphic and then it'll say uh, the, the, the words okay. that are in captions. So, I mean, I, I imagine there's probably some okay. sites that are image heavy that if you went through it with your screen reader, it's just going to be, and you have the graphic thing off, it's just going to be like uh, header, footer, <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's it's nothing there. <laughs> uh, it Does the same thing happen for like advertisements or you use an ad blocker or something? Well, um, yeah, ads are really ads are really annoying to a blind uh, person. <laughs> like pop-up ads, ads or just ad, like especially ad, pop-ups or especially pop-ups, but I was you ask know, <laughs> but you know, ads are ads are a pain. Just to I mean, everybody. they're painted. You're not special. to most people. <laughs> just because yeah, you're to blind. everybody, <laughs> they bother me too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, so I, you know what I'm saying? It's it's they're 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 pain, but. You know, a lot of them see. You know, a lot, a lot of the times, the the designer or the developer, the developer of a website will have all accessibility in mind, and so everything will be really cool about the website. But then they'll have a couple of ads on the page. And those will be like so jacked up. Um, you know, accessibility wise, it's just like, oh, you know. I think I don't think there are any, any, these any um. Any persons who, <laughs> who really, know what they're doing in terms of designing ads. Yeah, but I guess if it's just like I'll, yeah, most I'll most visual. of the ads are mostly visual, and then like if they're using flash or even like animations of some sort, I imagine that would be tough to. I mean, you know, account for in a screen reader, you could write some massive description like, 
well, the st screen starts off as orange, then fades to black, then the text moves to the left and right. Like, you could do that, but uh, <laughs> I imagine it, it may not, it would be difficult to make it really accessible. But um, I would also assume, uh, so <laughs> all this is not based on anything I know, but if you have an ad blocker, you should be able to just block all that out and skip over it without too much trouble. You know, that's the thing I need to try because I, you know, I can't, mm -hmm. I really can't stand ads. And, um, so I, yeah, I'm gonna try that. I haven't tried it before. All right. So, yeah. I mean, in most sites nowadays, unless you're on some sketchy website, they're not going to have like a whole lot of pop-ups, but I know some sites, they have like, they have like a forum pop-up or something like that, trying to encourage engagement and stuff like that. But I see, I don't now, now that I'm thinking like, I don't know how that would how a screen reader would interact with something like that would it like differentiate between you know because sometimes it'll pop it'll pop up something but it's not like a no window it just like kind of fades out the screen the the website and it has something in front of it and i don't even know how it would read you know determine what's what you know um so i mean i, I imagine that's even more annoying you <laughs> know additionally annoying i, I don't know something like yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy most times to tell what's what with a screen reader. Okay. You know, it, it it does decipher between the windows. So if you, you know if you see a pop up window, it's going to be another uh, window on your taskbar. Um, yeah. So you just well, close what, that out. Well, the ones I'm thinking about, it doesn't open a new window. It's just like a, it's inside the website. Like I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like it, it won't pop up a new window. It'll just kind of fade out like the the website and you'll see it there but yeah oh my gosh yeah 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 i know what you're talking about so you you would need to uh you need to either go back or close that one yeah yeah I got yeah so anyways yeah you know ads are ads are minimally you know, invasive i guess i mean well they they're 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 very invasive but I, i'm not sure that there are enough out there that that are like so hard to get rid of that yeah, it's, yeah it's unless you're problem. going to some sketchy sites, you won't get those windows that won't close and keep popping up and like pop unders and all that type of stuff. Those you, uh -huh. you're you're not doing you're on the wrong type of website if you're getting those or you're trying to download something. Well, I don't have cable. How else am I supposed to watch um, the NBA hey, finals? <laughs> you could go to a, a sports bar or something. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That was too soon. Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, are, is there any kind of effective advertising that would be accessible? Um, like if somebody did want to engage, you know, everyone. I mean, even if it's not an ad, just like sometimes they'll have an image or something on the website that just, you know, trying to get people to click here and go do this or something like that. Like, you know, say like a Adidas is having a sale or something like that and they put that on there. Like, you know, is there are there effective ways people can do that? You know, like I say, I'm not an expert on this thing, on these things, but it's just just some ideas that I would have would be like a like a button, and and it would say, you know, for, you know, click here if you have a disability, and then it would list the disabilities, and if you had a certain disability, um, such as like blindness, um, then, you know, it would it would have you know, audio of the ad, you know, it was just like be an audio oh. ad, like, 
Yeah. Like a, like a little commercial, like a little, you know, where they would just read the ad and, you know, probably maybe some music in the background. But if there, if it was, you know, clicked on death, you know, in the menu options um, for the button, then, mm-hmm. you know, it would have closed caption. You know, whatever. It's just, it's just, just, that's just an um, idea that I have. But yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. It's something to, you know, I mean, because like you said, I mean, you all consume a lot of things and people probably aren't even making an effort to, you know, consider it. So, yeah, it's true. And, and, and you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get people to buy my stuff, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I said, you know, blind people, uh, especially our consumer, like we're, we're heavy consumers on the on the online. You know, and people don't even realize it because, you know, there's there's no you don't have to see me. You don't have to see me walk into your store and buy something. So I'm just online purchasing stuff off out the Wahoo and, mm-hmm. you know, it's whatever. But um, but yeah, here's the thing. Um, you know. With. With the blind, especially. Um, and with with all disabilities, there there was a time when you know there was no disability advocacy, no disability, um, no real disability uh, regard in the public's view. And all these laws have been put into place to make physical barriers to to disabled individuals, um, you know, outlawed mm-hmm. or you know, unlawful. Mm. Well, now we look at the, the internet as a landscape. And, you know, although there are not physical, virtual, ba- physical barriers. barriers, there might, yeah, there might as well be. Because if I'm going to Kmart or Walmart and I can't <laughs> get like, in there. Yeah, like you Kmart, shouldn't have gone to Kmart. Kmart. Then nobody can get in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's it's like a a big like big wall blocking me and i can't get in there like in my wheelchair then i'm not gonna go to that store ever again well that's how that's kind of how it is when you go to a website that's um it's not accessible you know and I, i could just speak from a blind person's perspective but i'm sure it's the same for any other disability for instance there are people who have like you, if you go to the apple um accessibility just go like when you go on your phone it, either if it's android or apple go to go to the general settings and you'll find all types of accessibility settings there just go to, to general then accessibility you'll see all types of disabilities that they accommodate for mm-hmm. there are people who cannot click a mouse very quick there are people who cannot um, you know, but these people are consumers. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, man. It's it, you know, the, the the thing is to get that law. The ADA um, out uh, outlaws or um, mm-hmm. physical barriers to to to, to people who, with disabilities. Mm-hmm. That it does, you know, it doesn't outlaw the internet because the internet. Um, the internet was not around back then. It, well, it wasn't heavy, you know. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't what it is now. 
this is 1990 we're talking about. So, anyways. Well, one thing I was was thinking about, because um, you were talking about how you make bookmarks or like shortcuts on websites with your screen reader. If somebody updates their, like, completely changes the design of their website, does that just going to, like, screw that up completely, I guess? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, that, like, recently, like, wow. today, uh, actually, I mean, today, I guess there's nothing they can Twitter do to redesign their user interface on their site, and there was a lot of people complaining about that. And we can see it. But if you couldn't see it, and they suddenly moved all the buttons to the other mm-hmm. side or, like, changed the headings around, I could definitely see that, you know, causing some confusion and basically, you've got to look through the whole site again and find and create your your book place marks. So, well, now, okay, I don't want to make it sound I don't want to make it sound like it's hell for blind people, right? There are different ways that we interact with the with 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 websites. I mean, there are there are a hundred different ways we interact. One for for instance, one is a links list where we can hit. Uh, you know, I can go. You know, use jaws my screen reader, I can hit insert F7 and it will bring up a list of mm-hmm. all of the, the links on the page. Mm. From there, I can hit a key if, like, say, say if I know that something some a link starts with a certain letter, I can hit that key and it'll cycle me through everything that begins with that letter. And then once wow. I get to it, I can press enter to activate it and i'm there so okay. it's not want to make it sound it, like you know and then <laughs> yeah no no no, <laughs> no 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 but but that that doesn't that doesn't make make it okay for for these people who who have inaccessible websites to, to carry on because even with the, the many ways that we can interact with a website some websites mm-hmm. are just impossible inaccessible yeah. and uh, their pain so especially but, like yeah. greyhound they should know better i mean that's a huge company i mean i see somebody random that just makes a website real quick they may not realize it but yeah greyhound they should be on that <laughs> yeah um another another way that we can just real quick another way we can interact with a website is if we go to a link um say if if if, if, a, if a website decides to change Every time you go to a link, you know how how um, on on your end on on the sighted end, it'll it'll mark that so so that you know when you go back to the yeah. website, you know that you've been there. Well, oh, okay. so we have visited we have visited and unvisited links. So that's what they're called. So if you press U for unvisited link, then you will go to all the unvisited links, and if you Press V for the visited links. Then it'll scroll you through, uh, cycle you through all the visited links on the page. So, um, so you know that's one way that you can find the things mm-hmm. that you that you had marked. But anyway, well, that's very interesting. Um, I so I'm in several of my past jobs, because I've, I've worked supporting government clients for at least the past five or ten years. And they often put a lot of emphasis on 508 compliance, which is basically like rules and regarding accessibility and stuff like that. And um, yeah, people always ask me on interviews. I'm always asked, do you know how to do 508 compliance and all that type of stuff? But it seems like 
like even if you look at the Greyhound site, it's not all bad, but it's just certain parts weren't done properly, and it seems like <clears throat> that's where some of the problems lie. Is that you know people know the basics and they know some of what needs to be done, but they're not doing everything and they're not necessarily checking it to verify that their sites are actually you know fully accessible, especially mm. like the parts that matter most, like the shopping cart. <laughs> Yeah, like the forums and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you probably read the whole site it's, and just can't fill out, just can't check out properly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, thanks. I know everything except for what I need. I've, I've actually been to a website, chosen my product, gotten all the way through, all the way through, and the the submit button was not marked. <laughs> so you, you had your uh. credit card information in and everything. <laughs> like, well... I can't give you my money. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't buy from them, you know, but anyways. Yeah. So uh, one of my, one of the last questions I had was about like slideshows and like things like that. So a lot of sites these days have like large slideshows on the homepage or like a slider where it's an image with some text on it that slides and rotates while you sit on the page. What does that translate to from your perspective? I mean, you wouldn't know what you were. Uh, it's kind of that's kind of a hard to answer question. <laughs> it is. I um, asked it and I was like, wait a minute, that was because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine from your perspective, it's just going to read well, you the description you know, of the image or whatever text is on top of it. Well, yeah, okay, that's that's my changes, question. That's a better question. So a lot of sites these days are dynamic, meaning you load the page, but then while you're on the page, things may change. Like if I'm on Twitter and some, some new tweets come in, the page doesn't reload, but it updates and says, hey, there's three new tweets. Click here to see the newest ones. So how does that work for you? Okay. So say I'm on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and a new Someone's post comes out a new you know tw- <laughs> tweet comes yeah DM whatever so <laughs> uh, so yeah so when that happens if you're if you're on the top top post oh, okay. the new post will read um, so it, you know it it works just like what I what I would imagine mm-hmm. it would how it would work for sighted people. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> excuse me. I, I, I use Facebook a lot and, and Twitter a lot. And um, it, it's, it's yeah, it, it just reads. So you have to be on the top top comment, you know, in order for it to, in, on the last comment, in order for it to read the, the incoming the comment. Yeah, oh, the latest okay. But yeah. you know, if you go back up there, you know, if if you if you're not on the last comment, most most recent, then you can go up and, oh, okay. and it'll just show up there. It'll just be there. Right. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I was wondering because it. I mean, it basically you can scroll forever, but you know. <laughs> exactly. You can go back up to the top and it'll start reading again. Or. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. Yeah. So I guess that means like, yeah. See, I don't know what. And like with Facebook, um, 
when I'm on on my phone on my iPhone, I'll I'll read one person's post, and then when I like, you know, flick to the right, which is like go to the next mm-hmm. post, it'll just start reading the next post. If I flick to the left, it'll go to the next. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll go to the to the previous post. So it's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's really really easy to get around to navigate these websites like I mean Twitter and Facebook yeah these things these these people have put in time and time and effort into making mm-hmm. it making their websites accessible mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I wish it worked like that for me because I don't <laughs> I'd probably miss out on all the garbage that I see <laughs> that you I don't know the ads and all that kind of stuff but another thing I, I know sometimes uh when you know uh, Facebook will have you like click here to read more. Fa- uh, you know, mm. as it's represented to me, there is no oh, click so here to read more. Skip. I just hear the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I was thinking like you can't oh, really okay. skip over some of the BS that I can skip over because I just say, oh, that's a post by Anthony. I don't care. Like, because I can just. Well, if he flicks to the right, then he can go to the next one without. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. So that's not even a consideration for me. It's like you know, I just say, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want, I don't like this. So I'll just oh, go okay. to the next one and just flick yeah. to the right. So you um, see, like, make America uh, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I could just, or, or, or you can flick down, and it'll, it'll go to like, um, how you can interact with that post, like, like, like it'll go to the actions that you can do, like, 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 yeah, like, comment, like, um comment yeah whatever you know share um you know or it'll say react whatever you know so it'll say like first then react i think then share then comment Mm -hmm. so and then it'll cycle back around so it's it's, it make it really 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 it's it's probably even more uh it's 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 probably i think that's like you know I say. Some ways it sounds better. It almost sounds like a like when you call into somewhere and it's like press one to you know. Well, yeah. I think that that I believe is the goal of this whole of the whole accessibility accessibility thing is that my experience as a sighted person, of course, I'm going to be able to see things, but it shouldn't be like so vastly different or so vastly more complex for you versus me when we're interacting with the same site. You know, like obviously your exactly. your experience is different because. You you didn't get scrolling up and down and you can't see all the little icons and crap I see, but it sounds like your interaction, at least with Facebook, Twitter, and things like that, is very similar in terms of you know the things you can do. It's not like oh well you can like I can't see so I can't click like or whatever. So I mean exactly I think that's the goal. And honestly, uh, like in the stuff I've built, sites I've built for people and applications I've built and things like that, it's honestly not that hard to make it accessible. Um, it does take more time, a little more time, but it's not that hard. One of the jobs I worked on in the past, we actually, there was a, a low vision or visually impaired, I think is the right term, uh, individual we worked with. And we used to, we'd build everything and then we'd have her test things. And she was, she that was not her whole job, but we would let her test stuff because um, she had to use the applications too. And, you know, we took the time to like, at least let her say like, hey, does this work for you too? Because she had to, because of her visual impairment, she actually ran her screen on like really low resolution, so she could 
make it really big so mm-hmm. you see it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of stuff I was designing because I wasn't for me I wasn't didn't have experience uh designing. You weren't that. considerate. Yeah, I was inconsiderate. That's like the easiest way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> I was designing stuff assuming that everybody's screen resolution was gonna be like ten twenty four by seven sixty eight or something crazy like that. But she was working with eight hundred by six hundred and it, it just didn't fit on the screen. So it had really made me have to rethink things and start trying to make things more responsive and adjust to her screen size. It's really not that hard. It's really it's really not that hard. Um you know, once Debbie, I, I guess you and Anthony can can attest that developing a website that is five oh eight compliant is not hard. No. So that's no. what um one thing I was gonna say, like for anyone listening that's trying to do this, if you're building a site using like a uh, a content management system, like well, one of the most popular ones currently is like WordPress. A lot of the templates you can get and things like that already have a lot of the 508 compliance things built into them. So, yeah, the main thing you have yeah, to concentrate you... on is like, let's say I'm writing a blog post on a site. I just need to make sure all my links have some sort of description in there. All my images have a description, caption, that type of information provided so that if someone non-sighted is looking at it, they know exactly what's going on and they can navigate without a lot of trouble. Basically, all the things that are good for SEO. Yeah, doing good good SEO is also (laughs) pretty good for 508. Yeah, well, I mean, it includes all of those things, like including alt tags, having a good meta description, all of the things that would help somebody that couldn't see the site. Or whatever, you know, whatever the case, all of that stuff will help you on Google and it helps them out. So <laughs> if you're doing all that stuff, it'll, you know, like I use a plugin called Yoast on WordPress and it tells you what you're doing wrong. So <laughs> you just do all that kind of stuff and you should be good. Yeah. Also, it doesn't it it doesn't necessarily hinder um, or take away from your what you want to do with the website you know say oh i wanted to do the the screens that move around and all this stuff well that's fine that's fine because a lot of websites have um a mode where you know how they where they could do what they wanted to do and then they have an accessibility mode Mm -hmm. where it takes 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 all that stuff and makes it uh, accessible to a blind person yep I'm not sure how that works because, like I say, I'm not an expert at, at designers. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but but um, you know, for instance, like if I go to my Gmail on on, on my website, which I never do, um, on the website I, I use clients. Um, so if I go to my Gmail, it'll be it'll be incoherent to me. But if I go to the top. Um, top of the screen and I click on that um, accessibility or classic mode or whatever they call it and I click on that link boom voila everything is is organized everything is uh, labeled you know everything is really nice for me um, and I don't it would be nice to figure out how they do all that stuff other than magic <laughs> I'm just gonna go with magic I mean that's I mean I mean I guess you know they just strip out like I guess what we call like the CSS, the styles and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think some of them are stripping, actually hiding some elements and stripping out things that are really just for visuals, just for visual stuff. Yeah. Um, Because I've had to do some 
work on some applications that have an accessibility mode and it's basically like it's switching to a, a stripped down simpler version of the page and you know adding headings because you know in uh like gmail and something like that some of those headings may not even be necessary for a sighted person because there's uh, there are other ways that they're representing that information but for a non-sighted person those headings become more important so uh, that accessibility mode may just be switching some items out on the page so that they you know for a sighted person they may just be a little icon but now they're a heading or the icon is hidden and it now it becomes a heading so that the screen reader recognizes it as a section that jaws or whatever screen reader can jump to and things like that yeah i will make a note that i cannot find the button to make it switch to that right now there is a, i've seen that <laughs> classic mode button in gmail yeah, i don't know where it is i can't find well that's the thing again also because uh, i've seen some sites where they have a, a toggle to switch to an accessibility mode or something like that and yes. ideally you want that at the very very top of the page so that you don't have to sit there on your screen reader and suffer <laughs> through the whole page before you can get to the bottom and find the accessibility mode thing. And sometimes you can't even find it because it's like all this it's, it's like unintelligible to you. But you know, that also, also that just makes me think of like like when I when I you know when I first saw this accessibility mode stuff that they were adding to these websites, I would click at the top, I would go to the top of the page and my screen reader would read a a a, and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> but I figured out. I think I figured out <laughs> that that they these are different sizes of text yep. of font. Yep. Oh and, yeah, and in in a person with low vision or um or a person who's visually impaired can go and click you know what size font that they can that they feel most comfortable reading, mm -hmm. and and it'll change the website to 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 fit to accommodate them. Yep. Well, so uh, one thing I was gonna mention is. With now that mobile has become more dominant, because I actually saw a post last week somewhere about how Google is uh, going to be doing a lot of their search something. Anyway, they're changing some of their algorithms and stuff to be more focused on mobile because everybody's doing everything from mobile these days, like either from a mobile device or from their tablet or whatever. But mobile's become more important. So um, with the advent of mobile, sites have become more responsive meaning they know how wide your screen is and so since they know your screen is skinny they're going to adjust the font size they're going to hide some stuff they're going to move stuff around to make it fit and that makes accessibility even easier now because or somewhat easier because you know back in the day you didn't have to really worry about mobile and so you had those font size settings where you could change your font size to be bigger and smaller and stuff like that but now the site automatically knows, okay, they have a really skinny screen, so I need to adjust the font appropriately. Exactly. Or they're on an iPad, so I need to do this or that. So it's pretty good, but um, obviously it can't say, oh, well, David can't see, so I need to <laughs> I need to arrange the content in a more logical fashion for him. It, it's not at that level, but it's definitely better than it was. So in part of, mm -hmm. if you're building a site and you're making it responsive for mobile, that you're part way to being accessible you're, you're well on your way mm -hmm. to being accessible uh especially yeah. like from the perspective of maybe a, a visually impaired person or someone who's using a, a, a different type of device than like your standard computer which once again is a thing that is good for seo uh, google will actually penalize you if your site is not mobile friendly so wow 
So, so yeah, and I was going to mention as well, you don't see this much anymore, well, as much anymore, but Flash, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, it's like, the old Flash, oh my gosh. It's like, it's so, like, you can't, you can't view those videos or whatever um, if you're, if, if you're sight mm-hmm. impaired. It, mm-hmm. it, it's so, it's so difficult. It's, like, I would get so angry because um, I would be visiting some site and I wanted to, to view this content that they have. And you gotta wait for their intro. Their flash intro. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But, you know, it's like, you can't even see that flash, um, <laughs> flash content. I mean, you can't, you really can't interact with that flash content. And I'm not sure, I think it's like a, a, a older version of flash. And I think they they made some newer version of Flash that's accessible, but well, well, now that? most people don't use it because you exactly. get penalized for that. Also, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just, I mean, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it made it. It was like it was cool at first, and then it made everybody angry. So yeah, I'm glad that died out too because it's like. I don't know. But every once in a while, I still see sites that have that big flash intro, and it's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the questions we had. Uh, so I guess in summary, uh, you know, if you're building a site or you know you manage a site, definitely keep in mind that you're not the only person using your site. So you want to think about anyone you know all the different possibilities of people who may need to interact with your site and make sure that your site is is usable for them and provides a a pleasant experience for everybody as much as possible i mean if your content on your site is terrible you know you can't fix that but at least they should be people should be able to interact with your site and find your content and find that buy now button or the submit button on the shopping cart so that they can they can give you money (laughs) or they can (laughs) share your content don't you want my money? Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you want to rob the blind? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, dog eat dog world, man. Come on. Oh my goodness. Well, does that? I mean, I guess it could happen to anybody where you order something and the, the description was wrong, but I don't know. I guess it could happen to anybody. What for um I guess like for just general branding or like people advertising is does anybody like some kind of I don't know if anybody like makes like some kind of an effort and that I mean, you know, if it's like a flyer or something like that, I guess you can't there's not a whole lot you can do. Um I mean I hate flyers anyway, but um <laughs> I mean I'll design one for you though, but I don't <laughs> don't give me a flyer. Um I mean, I, I guess I'm just trying to think of ways. I mean, because a lot of advertising does happen on the web, so I mean, I imagine the best way, to, you know, to advertise your stuff to make sure everybody's up, you know, up to it is make sure you describe it. Don't just put a picture with the, with text in the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I did want to, to give um, some website um, where you can find out guidelines for accessibility of any types um but I, um do you have that david do you have a website where um well if you just google 508 compliance cuz that i believe mm-hmm. covers all the it's section 508 uh 
I have to find the real site, but well, actually, it's section508.gov because basically, government any government website has to be accessible to everyone because you can't have a government website that someone can't use. So, um, you could, I think, I believe on there they have lots of information about the law regarding section 508 and uh, development guides and stuff like that about how to actually build stuff that's accessible. Um, so I would definitely check that out if you're interested in it and want to make your stuff accessible. It's really not that hard. Uh, when I first, if you're not a terrible, yeah. Person. When I was first introduced to it, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a fancy name. I don't know what it is. I don't know what to do. But it's it's really not that hard. And uh, a lot of honestly, a lot of tools because like there aren't that many people building like a a straight HTML site from scratch anymore. Most people, most of the time, you're using some sort of content management system or site builder of some sort. So a lot of them have a lot of it built in. Yeah. I mean, and if you're like using like something like Dreamweaver or something like that, I'm sure that's built yeah. in somewhere. I haven't used Dreamweaver in a while. Yeah, but, but like <laughs> let's say you're yeah. using Squarespace or Wix or something like that. When you upload an image or whatever, it's oh. going to ask you to put in a description or it should. So it's not, it may not yeah. be required, but if you want your site to be accessible, yeah, I've never used those, but yeah, yeah, I would imagine they have that going on with those kind of, you know, those kind of. I mean, WordPress does it, of mm. course, but I mean, but again, like yeah. none of I the mean, thing is none of these tools. Most of these tools, at least, do not force you to make things accessible. Like if you put a button there, right, it's not yeah. going to say, "Please provide the description for this button." It'll be like, "Yeah, okay, thanks exactly. for the button. Where do you want people to go when they click the button?" Okay. And that's all it's going to require you to do. So that's where it it's just going that extra mile and saying, oh, I'm going to put a description so that people actually know what this button does. And, you know, it's going to yeah. help on SEO and it'll help for accessibility as well. Yeah. And if you don't do it, then I guess you're going to miss out on that. That yeah. sweet, sweet coin. That's what happened to Greyhound. Greyhound's getting sued <laughs> over it. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Nas National Federation of the Blind. They will that's, sue you. That's not somebody you want to mess with. <laughs> <laughs> they they have lawyers and they, <laughs> they just go after people. Like it's just, I mean, I, when I first got acquainted with them, I was like, what? <laughs> you guys are you guys are going around suing people? Oh my god! <laughs> How can I get in on that? How can I get in on that? <laughs> they, they sue. I think they sue Google. I know I'm not sure, but I think they sue Google. It was just, I mean, all this, but I. But then I realized that's how they get things. You know, it's a, it's a method to their to, to once their, again black their... people take notes. <laughs> it's a method to their cruelty. Well, it's not even cruelty. <laughs> because... it's, it's 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 just making sure things are fair, and I think that that, that makes exactly. sense. Cause... Exactly. And that is the basis of Daredevil. What? Sorry. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, he's a lawyer, and he beats up people. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, well, right. I, it's a stretch. I thought it was cruel at first. I thought it was, I was like, I was like, come on, guys, you can't treat everybody like. But but you know, everybody people speak with the language yeah. of money, so the, yeah. you know nobody's gonna pay you any attention if you're sitting there, like on a corner with a sign that says, "Make accessibility." <laughs> make accessibility important. Uh, make your, oh, like, make accessibility. All eyes, yeah, You can't really read that while you're. Make this oh country make this, <laughs> make this country accessible again. But yeah, it doesn't work, bro. <laughs> it doesn't work, right? So, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit them where, 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 you know, where it hurts in the yep. pockets. <laughs> and, 
and um, and they have, I mean, you 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 wouldn't believe like the National Federation has been over, uh, been here for a little over seventy five years. Um, it, it was it was established in nineteen forty, I believe, and so that between nineteen forty and now, everything like everybody knows about accessibility and it's not it's not only the national federation of, of the blind there there are so many other organizations but but the national federation of the blind is is they're they they they're they're responsible for a whole lot of things that that access that that make blindness so 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 much of an they make blindness easier. I mean, it's, it's like you know now they require quiet cars to to um, to to make some type of no of noise because you don't want to oh, go out yeah. there. Oh, it's clear. Poof. You know. That, was, <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't be good. <laughs> they creep um, up on me too. I just turn around. I was like, what? I know. I mean, a lot of like pe- people that ride bikes and lot and whatever have also complained about that because yeah, it's like you don't hear it. Com- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like whistle or something, like make it do something. I don't know. Play yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> but they 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 went against quiet cars, and now they're they're required. There's a there's a mandatory um, noise that's going to be installed in all quiet cars as of two thousand like like two thousand seventeen. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, it, yeah. So, anyways, that I got off a little, little rabbit rabbit chase there, but um, looking but at her. I'm looking at their website right now. Mm-hmm. Um, could no, be better. It's hard to use. Um, <laughs> I can't use it. It's unusable. Me, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see how it could be easily to use, easy to use for everyone else. I mean, we just look. At, it's like every. It's like all the way to the left. It's not like exactly responsive, I guess. But one thing I was gonna say is like, I mean, the goal of all this is to make it so that. Obviously, being blind is not the same as being sighted, but it seems like the goal is to make it so that it's not necessarily it's a dis if it's a different ability, but it's not a disability. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, it yeah. reminds me of like like so. Last week I was reading uh, Black Privilege, the Charlemagne the God book, and. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't bad. I, we can talk about it in another episode because <laughs> I have other comments to make about it. But th- the whole point of that book is like saying like a lot of people look at their blackness or their race or where they were born or their gender or sexual orientation or whatever as possibly a detriment to their ability to do stuff. And just like uh, blindness, you could look at that and go, like, "Well, I'm blind, so I can't I can't cross the street or I I can't ride on Greyhound." Well, right now you really can't ride on Greyhound, but hopefully they fix that. <laughs> can't take your can't take your uh, road trip to Hawaii now. Oh yeah, you had that issue with Uber or was that Uber or Lyft <laughs> with the yeah, dog? That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, the, it, it, this woman she tried she picked me up and I went out to the car and she says, "You're supposed to have a cage for that." <laughs> it was like. So I just got my I just got a guide dog and she's like fifty seven pounds and this lady's like you supposed to have a cage for that and I'm like a cage how's the, really how's the cage? the dog gonna help you in a cage 
Just be glad uh, okay. you, didn't, you didn't come out there with the dog you had before that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Jaeger. Jaeger was, Jaeger was a, a huge Doberman. And, you know, <laughs> but, you know, saying like, okay, so this is a black lab. She's, man, I bet if she was a, if she was a um, yellow lab, they probably let her in. Yeah. Those black labs, you need a... <laughs> Keep an eye yeah. on them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I go outside and this lady's like, "You need a cage for that." And I'm like, "No, I don't. This is my guide dog." And uh, she's like, "My well, my my Uber my uh my Uber book say you need a you need a cage for that." And I'm like, first of all, ma'am, it's a crate." <laughs> um, second of all, if I carry my 57 pound guide dog in a crate, oh. Uh, <laughs> How's he gonna guide you? <laughs> He's going yell exactly. out directions. How am I supposed to go left? Go right. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I put on my Facebook post that um that uh, she'll bark once for left and bark right for I mean bark twice for right and let out a, a silent but deadly for <laughs> stop for in case of emergency. <laughs> in case of an emergency, she will let out a let out a silent fart. A sin, a sin. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not a silent fart, then what does that mean? Slow down. Hey. <laughs> they shoot. <laughs> well, um, yeah. What was the point of all that? Anyways, on that on yeah. that awkward silence, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but but Uber Uber is. They have a, a excellent website and a, a, an excellent um, app, and, and Lyft has an excellent app. They're just not. They're, they're just. You gotta train I don't know. the people. Just, people. I mean, but to, they're doing a lot. Like, technology they, is great, but it can't fix ignorant and they, people. And they have an agreement with the NFB. Um, if you look on that website, on the homepage of that website, you will see a link to the uh, the Uber and Lyft. Um, uh, survey because you know that they, they had a pro- they had a couple of issues and they got sued um, <laughs> because they were not a, they were not yeah, they were not be as quick with a lawsuit they, ex- they will hit you <laughs> I'm telling you and they, and these guys are these guys are sharp mm-hmm. these are blind lawyers they have a blind lawyers division and and these guys there are so many blind lawyers that you wouldn't believe it but these guys these guys are are businessmen and they go in there and they handle the business and um but anyways so yeah yeah i mean they had a problem of denying blind people um to to get rides with their with their guide dogs and so that's wild yeah one of my best friends um had his guide dog and he was taking him to the vet because he wouldn't eat and when he got to the this lift driver came and and the guy was like, I'm scared of dogs, and he canceled him and drove off. And so, so when he finally did get a ride, he got to the to the um to the vet and his he had a tumor in his spleen and it had ruptured and oh it was goodness. bleeding all in his stomach. And um you know, I'm just thinking like, man, what what if Shep that's the dog's name, Shep, what if he had died? You know, I mean what you know, what what would but you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just that would have been a wild lawsuit right there. <laughs> right. So, so he has he has cancer, and he's 
he's retired as a guide dog, and uh, and Jimmy's going up to um to the to the CNI guide guide dog company getting the guide dog. But anyways, it's neither here nor there. Well, I think it, it you know overall just in life, I think it's good to obviously it's good to think about others. Like don't just think about how how things work for you. Think about everyone else. And then that's I think that's the message for this episode. Really think deep about point others. right there. The think think about <laughs> others. Consider how life might be for someone else and don't just think about how you interact with things like or how you interact with the world or how things have gone for you. Things may be different, vastly different for someone else. So yeah. think about well, them not, and consider them. Not don't just think about them. You well, know. do something too. Don't yeah. just think about it. Don't just send them your thoughts and prayers and then yeah, don't just make a bunch of memes. Don't just do a march. Do something. Do something. Well, I, I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Uh, Steve is actually a musician, so if you want to check out some of his music, uh, oh, yeah. we can use some for the for this. Uh, we need some music anyway. Yeah, word. Right. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So if someone wanted to connect with you or learn about more about the National Federation for the Blind, whatever. Where can they find you on the interwebs, social media wise? <laughs> you said like he's like a <laughs> spokesman for the NFB. No? <laughs> hey, he's their communication director for. He's got all kinds of letters after his name and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Steve uh, Steve Norman four on Twitter. It's like at Steve S T E V E N O R M A N four and. The NFB website is nfb.org. All right. And well, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We hope you learned something uh, in this episode. And we hope you. <laughs> you... First, first episode they learned something from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should have me on more, man. That's what I'm saying. Hey, 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 hey. Don't be thirsty. Boosting y'all's y'all's listenership, man. Yeah, like two. (laughs) (laughs) You and and what's your dog's name? Listen, Coco. Yeah, you and Coco. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Alien Muffin. Uh, tune in, uh, comment, tell a friend to tell their friends to listen. And thanks again. We'll be back with another episode. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I, I, I just remember. Um, if if they're looking for my music, um, they can find. Oh yeah. Find me. <laughs> Nope, we're running out of time. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we cut this part. <laughs> they, can find, they can find me on uh, Steve Norman Four. Um, like if they look up Steve Norman Four on YouTube, and they can find me there. And also, they can um, go to Steve Norman Four um, on Facebook. Um, I have a, a fan page, Steve Norman Four. Oh, yeah. do you have He's a website? Fan. Yeah, he has a website. I designed it like yeah. years ago, so it might so not it's be accessible. Probably not, by- <laughs> <laughs> probably not accessible. Yeah, let's not give that out. <laughs> yeah, that was before I knew. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're, we'll, we'll fix that. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Bye.
figure out. Thank you.